the Cult Worthy Podcast. Join me, Antonio Palacios, each week as I guide you through a never-ending sea of obscure cinema and cult-worthy gems that deserve a rediscovery. Find me on all listening platforms and at thecultworthy.com. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Join us. Attention. The Milf and Me Podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. And so with that out of the way, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio, here with my co-host, Diana. Diana, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Last week was fun. Yes, it was. I dove into some of those novels and they are crazy. Trump pounding things. And El Nino comes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But I was thinking it would be kind of fun that uh, when we start our Patreon, which will be soon, we're kind of working on what our Patreon should be. Mm-hmm. I think some of the fun bonus content would be either you or I doing like book reviews of some of these things, Ooh. like reading excerpts of them and giving our own little knowledge. Oh, I could give a damn good review. I'm pretty sure of it. Maybe I could do some audiobooks of the erotica that I'm writing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So stay tuned for a Patreon that'll be coming soon. That might be on there. Oh, Hey, Diana. (laughs) Yes. What's your dream? What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to be a small business owner? Do you want to be an independent woman financially? Do you want to like be your own boss and run your own shit? You know, that's what I'm doing right now. I know, but but I'm I'm talking I'm literally building a business. <laughs> yeah, but you're building it with somebody. I'm saying yes, something yes. you own. That's all um, yours. Yeah, that's the goal. The goal is to be very wealthy and to be able to travel the world. And yeah. That's the idea. What kind of a business do you have in mind? I'm now I'm getting a little nervous. When you start asking me this shit right out of the gate, yeah. I get a little nervous. Nothing, nothing harmful. Oh. Nothing, <laughs> nothing harmful. I've just been reading about successful couples that started their business together. Oh, okay. Making sex videos for OnlyFans. <gasps> together? <laughs> together. Like married couples? Married couples, or Are you let's sure say they're married? Married couples. Couples that may be like domestic partners of, you know, multiple lifestyles. There's some other ones on there too, but... Are they swingers? There's some of them are. Like some of them are doing videos like that. But here's the thing. I always thought that OnlyFans was like girls for guys and then guys for girls or guys for guys. Like I thought it was just... One yeah. person doing something, taking yeah. pictures of their feet, yeah. jerking off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I found out that there are couples that are on OnlyFans making erotic content together mm-hmm. and they're pulling in four or five figures per month. I think I saw, yeah, I saw something. Well, you also said that you saw something on Dr. Phil one I time. I did. And I don't want to say any names. I mean, it was on Dr. Phil, but. Right. I'm, I'm sure he's talked a lot about people fucking on film, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm friends with, um, I'm not friends with them, but I came across them somehow on social media and started following them on Facebook. And they were on Dr. Phil. 
Did it say how much they made? Um, yeah, honestly, I think they did say like 50000 a month. Crazy. Now, but like in the beginning, it was a lot less. And then it just kept building and building. And now I think they make way more than that. But one of them used to be a school teacher. Or actually, I want to say both of them, the husband and the wife, both were school teachers or something. They were trying to make ends meet and were constantly right. living paycheck to paycheck. And when you're teachers and like they want you to buy your own crayons and your it's, own pencils for your class and it's shit like that. It's absolutely horrible, yeah. There is a trend lately of like teachers being on OnlyFans, especially like during the summer because there was so little employment for these people, yeah. you know, and people are like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to sell pictures of my feet. And then that turned into, all right, I'm going to do everything but my face. And then people wanted to see their face. They're like, you know what, fuck it. I am yeah. an OnlyFans content creator. Doing all of it. I'm going to do all of yeah. it. Because each time they take it one next level up, they're seeing their income increase. Yeah. And I'm 100% on the you do you, good for you, get that. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, and it's funny because I listen to some of these gurus stuff saying, oh, well, I could never date a woman who showed her vagina on OnlyFans because now everyone's seen it. Dude, get over yourself yeah there you know? are so many so many men that think that though what if you never knew what if you dated her for like three months and she was just like the perfect person yeah. and she was just amazing to you maybe she had kids was an amazing mom you're like ready to take the plunge but you found out that oh she did this to make ends meet for like six you months to tell you what that douchey guy would do what would he, he do? would like blame her for lying to him Somehow he right. would somehow make it into this. You lied to me. You didn't tell me right off, you know, right out of gates that you did this. And yeah. it would just be some bullshit. And then after he dumped her, he would go subscribe and jerk off every night yeah, to and it. Hope, and and hopefully, then he would share it with all of his friends. Paying her. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully all their friends sign up. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard that from people that I actually know in content creation. They're like, oh, yeah. It's like the people who hate you for doing mm -hmm. this in public are also subscribing. Huh. It's like, oh, I know your nickname because that was your nickname in high school, dipshit. Oh, like, I know God, exactly who so you are. Funny. But to me, this is a little bit more safe in the sense because they're doing it with their partner. These are couples that feel comfortable enough. And here's the cool part. I would not feel comfortable physically now doing something like this with my partner 20 years ago, maybe, when I was, like, young and hot, <laughs> you know? But there are people of all body types that are like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I was just going to say, there's people that probably want dad bods on here. Come on. Don't, and they're don't sell yourself it, short. They're raking it yeah. in. And, and good for them. Yeah, they're so, making a lot of money. I do know that for sure. So this is a couple, and I'm going to go ahead and say their names because it's a public story. Crystal and Chris. Okay. Crystal and Chris, in February of last year, started bringing in $150,000 per month doing their OnlyFans content creation. By August, they were pulling in half a million per month. How does that work for t when tax season comes around? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an accountant. Oh, my God. I'm, see, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, wait. How does that work at the end of the year? And, and, and it's not necessarily sustainable. It's not that they're pulling in 500000 every right. month forever. You know, there are dips and flows and highs and lows, and you have to be creative and create more content. Yeah. It's a full-time yeah. job, maybe even more so. They kind of had a, a how to do this, and we'll go over that in a second. It's a thing. They became prominent platform for people who wanted to see couples in intimate situations. 
Now, it's weird to me because, you know, porn is free these days. You can look at anything Yeah, online. that's what I'm trying to make sense out of all this. How do they make such good money if it's... It's all about creating a relationship with your viewers. So where, let's say someone is fantasizing about a porn star that's on one of these free sites who maybe not even a porn star anymore. You're watching a clip that's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. There's no connection. You're just kind of like watching them do what they do and then it's over and then you're on to the next. But how this works, and I didn't really understand it because I yeah. don't follow any OnlyFans people. It's all about the connection. It's almost like the girls at Hooters, right? Uh, like they, you go in, they're like, hey, sweetie, how you doing? You want some wings? Oh, you're so cute. I love you. I'll be right back. Yeah. They're creating a connection and that's how they are getting repeat customers. It's the same principle. Just like strip clubs too, right? I think they do the same right. thing. You got your regulars yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So there are people, I guess, and this took off during the pandemic. People were shut in. People felt lonely. Yeah, There were people who did not feel they belonged on dating apps. And so they started creating these relationships totally aware of the fact that this is all just a business transaction but they got to feel good for a while, you know? They got to, like, have a direct message with this couple. They paid for it. They paid to direct message them. Mm -hmm. They paid to be called by name. They paid to have the girl or the guy look at their body and say, you know what, man? You're doing a good job. Keep working out. I can tell that you're losing weight. This is what they're doing. And by doing that with these people, and I'm not saying that these are lonely hearts. These are just people who have found another way to make a connection yeah, in this yeah. world. That is how they're building their fan base. Wow. And it doesn't happen right away. It takes time. I mean, if you're likable and if you maybe just have a face or an energy that is attractive to a certain audience, that's how you build your platform. I actually think it's cool because they're building it as a couple. It wasn't like the guys working at yeah. Dairy Queen while she's taking pictures of her feet. Right. <laughs> they made a decision. She's not taking pictures of her feet, but yes, I understand <laughs> I mean, some take pictures of their feet. Yeah, okay. They made a decision to like do this together. Right, right, right. Be like, well, what if people want to see what our intimate moments look like? Huh. And that's what they do. So yeah, couples only fans. I never thought of it. And it is a huge market. So you wouldn't do that? You're worried about your dad bod? Uh, it's not even that. I am... Um... I don't perform well in public. <laughs> okay. Like just the idea. I mean, I can't even like perform well anymore with my dog looking at me. We talked about that in the Pedicate episode. <laughs> yeah, we have talked about that. <laughs> let alone like thousands of people. Yeah. Thousands. It's just, it's all, it's let a mind game. Let alone the three game. people who accidentally look me up. Literally a mind game. It's all in your head. It I is. Mean, and like, I can talk about, I can speak on a podcast, right, on multiple right. podcasts. I've been on TV and interviews and stuff like that before when I was a yeah. chef. That doesn't bother me. Like There's something about the intimate side. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 No, I, I honestly think I could do this. I really do. Like, I don't feel like I would be nervous after seeing these numbers. I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> I really, really am. I mean, I am in the home energy solutions <laughs> uh, industry and I feel like maybe I'm going to be rethinking my career. But here's the cool part too. Like, I feel that you would be more comfortable doing something like this with a person that you are romantically and emotionally yes. and physically involved. Yeah, with. that's where it I would have to be for me, for sure, because just the the moment that I am in my life right now, like where right. I am is that wouldn't work for me because I am trying to find a partner like I'm looking to I'm starting to date again. I'm starting to get close to people and I wouldn't want to go into 
a relationship. I don't know. It This is interesting for me because it doesn't feel like cheating. It doesn't feel unmessy either. Does that make sense? Like, right. I want my person to trust me and like know where my intentions are, I guess, is what I'm saying. But if my right. partner was on board, I don't see why not. I, I agree. And you know, if Kristen came to me tomorrow and be like, hey, I want to start doing like erotic yoga videos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Like, I support yeah. you. I, I, I've, I've honestly no problem with I that. I mean, there's got to be boundaries too, right? Like, you don't right. want people messaging her and you're not, I mean, right. if you're- I think it would be a different situation. If you're doing it in a partnership yeah. and you're both yeah. receiving the messages, there's not just one direct message. It's just not like one of you is getting the message. I mean, that gets messy. That gets to be a trust issue. And that's like, well, wait a second. Why are you having these private conversations with this person? Right. Well, she's also so good at like getting me to do things that I'm not comfortable doing, mm-hmm. you know, because she's such a free spirit yeah. and she brings that out of yeah. me. Not many people in my life have brought that out that's of me. That's good. So that that's where I know I'm like, okay, yeah, I would feel more comfortable doing yes. something like that with you, but I wouldn't do it like on my own or look for someone to do it with yeah. me. I guess that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. So to kind of answer your question, did you ask a question? <laughs> I just asked if this is something that you would even um, consider. With the right person. With the yeah, right person. That's what it comes down to, for sure. So how is it getting monetized? Well, there are many ways that couples can monetize or sell their content on OnlyFans. Some of the ways a couple can generate a huge chunk of money are given below. So these are the things that people apparently want okay. from couples on OnlyFans. Okay. Number one, people like seeing couples in romantic situations. So couple romantic videos are so trending and high in demand right now, people are paying huge amounts of money for watching romantic and sexual videos of their favorite naughty couple. So when I like dove into this, it's not just like all about porn. Let's say it's a 25-minute clip. 10 minutes of that is like them drinking champagne and like massaging each other. Like there's an intimacy there yeah. before they just get into yeah. it. It's not like the pizza boy shows up and then the next minute he's getting blown. Like it's, it's not that it's, it's, it's an actual romantic vibe and it seems sincere because it's a couple that really apparently love each other. Yeah. You know, you don't see that in most pornography. Really? You don't see I don't that. Know. I don't connection. watch porn. I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, like I'm talking about like the seventies, eighties, nineties porn that I was raised yeah. on. I think I mentioned this in an episode early just, on. Just like walk in the door and start fucking each other like instantly. Well, I feel like porn's gotten so aggressive these yeah. days. Like, and that's what we talked about. Like, there are women and men who are more sexually aggressive because they've seen it on the internet and they think, oh, that's how I'm supposed to have sex now. Uh, right, right. Where, where a person who's not ready for that is like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing spitting in my mouth, bro? Yeah, right. You know? No, I get it. I mean, I've seen porn. I just don't watch it regularly. So I don't keep up on like how the storyline, if there is one, and how that whole thing unfolds. They say it doesn't even have to be sexual. They say that some of these content creators make some of their most money of videos of having morning kisses. Like, it's really just about people watching a connection between two people. Like, that's how it starts, I guess you could say. Uh, It's really interesting. Now, people also want to hear relationship advice. It says that you can create content on the related discussions and advise how people can stay happy or keep their partner happy and satisfied. I feel like we are giving people advice based on just our experiences. That yeah. doesn't mean it's advice for everybody. Yeah. And we're cynical fucks, I mean, right? We're like, kind of giving we, ideas, if you will, too. I don't know if it's so much advice. I try very, if I'm giving advice, please tell me to stop. I just don't like it. I don't like yeah. to do it. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I think advice might be the wrong term. I would, term. Be, the, I think I would we're be the just worst dissecting. Yeah. I'd be the worst love guru too. I was thinking about that. You know, like oh yeah, I'd oh, be yeah. well that's why worse. that's why we deconstruct them because we don't really know shit about shit. Um, getting tips from your fans. Tips are the largest part of a content creator's income on OnlyFans. If you are delivering high quality content with consistency, your fans will pay you tips as rewards and you can make a lot of money through it. Getting tips is not difficult. You only have to fulfill the demands of your fans. So how OnlyFans apparently works is you have like a monthly subscription to just like base content. Mm -hmm. And then you have pay-per-view for like the stuff that let's say takes more time to create or is more intimate or graphic or exotic Uh stuff it's not just the hey everyone how you doing this is my new bikini kind of stuff but if you have like loyal followers they will tip you apparently on top of whatever their monthly fee is okay or you could say hey if i hit a hundred dollars in tips today i'm gonna do this you know so what is a monthly fee for this We'll get to that because I pulled up a list of people who are the top earners, Ooh. and I don't I don't know any of these people, but I thought it'd be cool for us to look at them and be like, yeah, I could watch them have an intimate moment. Okay. You know, I think that'd be kind of fun. Here's another thing: you can arrange parties with other creators. You can make money on OnlyFans as a couple by inviting other couples working on OnlyFans as content creators. You can record videos, capture photos of your parties, and sell them for high prices. So in the podcasting world, we do collaborations, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might have a high profile podcaster on your show or you might be on their show and it kind of like boosts both your numbers. Networking. This is just networking. You're like, hey, you know what? People like watching y'all fuck. How about we have a little thing? Come oh. on over. Yeah, we can like make some money, you know? Oh my gosh. So there's that. And then lastly, building a fan base. Long-term fans can be game changers in your life. Try to build a fan base and stick with your fans for the long term. Try to become a part of their lives and deliver quality and on-demand content to make extra money. So that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in an earlier episode where it's a hard job because people get bored. It's almost like having another partner in a sense that you want to make sure they keep excited and stay interested in you. You got to get spicy. You got to try new things. Otherwise, like, you know what? Nick and Sally are just not doing it for me anymore. They're so boring. They're so boring now. They just do missionary. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, it's a thing. So that is. I don't know if I could keep up with it. I mean, it sounds like a good idea and the money sounds amazing, but I'm not sure I could actually keep up with it. You're like, I've only got so many positions in me. I'm serious. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted just talking about it. (laughs) So we got some naughty bits up here on the screen. So these are the 25 most popular couples on OnlyFans on OnlyFans and we'll go ahead and say their names because I'm sure they would love the promotion for anyone that's interested in what these guys are doing oh dear god (laughs) 3.8 million followers 3.8 million followers on the suicide girls they have more followers than anyone else on that screen yeah I mean there's like 335,000 but still that's a lot of people like when you think about how many people that really 3.8 million I mean come on so the couple that is really pulling it in are the naughty siblings. Apparently they're stepbrother and stepsister, supposedly in air quotes, 335,000 followers. They have a free site, but they charge pay-per-view and for tips. So they're pulling it in that way. I don't know the business structures of like what does better, monthly subscriptions or giving it for free 
and then charging people more for exclusive content. But they're cute people. They're cute. Yeah. But naughty siblings? Is this, are they from Provo? Like, what's happening? I'm just kidding. Is this, yeah, seriously. They're from Utah for sure. (laughs) They are kind of blonde. They are. Huh, that's interesting. Next on the list, we have Booty and the Beast. Mm-hmm, I see that. <laughs> uh, 139,000 followers. They have 442 videos and 1.4 thousand pictures. They do $15 per month and the pay-per-view and the tips. Up next, we have the Irish Step Siblings with 68,000 followers. Here we have Naughty Stepsister and Naughty Stepbrother with 36,000. Here we go. New York City bisex couple, $20 a month. They look like just normal people. Homeboy's kind of got a dad bod and a little beard. She looks like just a normal person. I don't know what the bisex is. I wonder if they bring like friends into it. Yeah, I wonder. Bi, like bisexual maybe? Up next, we've got Cuckold Hot Wife, 22.8 thousand followers, 376 videos. These people- What kind of name is that? What does that mean? Cuckold is like when you go out and you find someone to have sex with your wife and you kind of get off on it. That's a thing? That's a name? That's a thing. It's called Cuckold? That'll probably have to be an episode now because we just said it and you don't know what it is. (laughs) I didn't even, I mean, I, okay, listen, I know that that is a thing. I just didn't know that it had a name. Yeah. All right. That's the name. Well, Jesus Christ. Here we go. These look like people that I see like at Gracie's on a Thursday night here in Salt Lake City. I've seen those people. (laughs) Literally, I've seen those people before. Oh, here we go. We got Jade and Jake. So these are the more kind of like alternative folks. 20.8 thousand followers, tattoos, uh, kind of like an anime goth thing going on. Yeah, totally are. The wild side couple. Now, that may as well be me with my ass out. (laughs) Okay, well, that's disturbing. (laughs) They're like in not my, even my, trying to look cute. They're like in a. They're like in like a studio apartment. Like in a, on a nasty comforter, and he, this is weird. <laughs> Picture me in a black sleeveless T-shirt with my ass out. Nine point four thousand so followers. She, I just had to like tell our people. So she's <laughs> on her stomach on the bed. Uh, for like a Walmart comforter. Uh, yeah, and she has her head kind of to the side. You can't see her face. And socks. <laughs> He's wearing socks. Kind of straddling her from behind. It's so weird. Oh, and he has fucking socks on. You're right. They, they are what? I don't know what's they're worth. I don't the, know what's they're worth. They're called the wild side. Wild side couple. I don't know if it's the socks or the sleeveless t-shirt. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to make fun of them, but it caught me off guard. <laughs> well, first of all, everything that we've seen so far is way way wild and these guys have the name wild side this is but so here's the thing awesome. this is what i'm talking about but that's real like what if that is what people want to see like they obviously have a following so let's just say that there are po- folks out there that don't want to see people hotter than them yeah they're okay. like you know what i would love to see someone that looks like me represented and that's these people that's okay okay let's see oh we got some big wieners here levi and cam oh that's terrible 77,000 followers, 331 videos. They are shapely and defined and tattoos. And it looks like they've had some plastic surgery. It's disturbing. It's a little disturbing. I'm going to scroll past Yeah, that's a disturbing one. (laughs) Couples Thrill. Well, that one's fun. 14,000 followers. That just looks like a fun Friday night. Oh, my God. If you keep scrolling, I swear to God, there's this person... (laughs) I have to tell you, I'm not going to tell you any names, but there's this person, this girl that I know, and 
she's posting on her Instagram, but I think she's forgetting that she's posting her stuff on Instagram. And I think she's getting it confused with her OnlyFans. And oh, no. it's not nude, but it's very close. It's like a centimeter on both sides and you would see her entire nipple. Like those are the photos and the videos that she's post- posting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that if you keep scrolling through that, I'm going to see her face. Like it's it's a real thing. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Um, I had no idea this was such a big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah. I like. I knew it was there. I just didn't know how big it was and how many people were involved. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing too. Yeah, there are a lot of people that just do this as a hobby. Like they might not make a whole lot of money of it, but so it's the only sexually thing liberating I have to, to say them. about that is people will do anything for money. I've noticed and realized, especially just doing this podcast with you and the research that you've done and that we've talked about, and I'm just like opened up to this world that I didn't even know existed. People will really do anything for money. Um, and I'm not yeah. bashing on it. I think it's fine. You got to do what you got to do, you know, to support your kids, your family, whatever it is. Or, or you had fun fucking on video anyway. Sure. And you can make money sure. on the side with um, it. Well, why not? For me, just as long as it's done in an honest, loyal right. way with your person, you don't want to be doing something right. like that behind their back. That would be really weird and shady. Um, but with the right person... I mean, I might dabble around with it just to see, but I don't think I could do it by myself. Yeah. I think how I want to finish off this conversation is, is that we still live in this weird society where it's getting better, but there is like such this weird kind of, I'm going to say, I don't want to say Christian, but I'm going to say evangelical conservative oppression in certain Mm -hmm. states and certain areas that would yeah. want to just do away with this. We all know in Utah, I'm not sure if our listeners know, but it's probably still to this day the same. Utah had the highest amount of pornography consumption per capita out of the entire United States. That's been a long-going statistical fact. Utah led the way in pornography consumption and consumption of antidepressants. Why do you think that is? The, I know the antidepressants part, but why do you think that is on the pornography? Because end? of the religious oppression that most of the people in this state. Like you can't do you can't this. Do you can't look at that. You can't and not lose make your virginity until you are married. But guess what? Women are getting smarter these days. It's like, I'm not going to get married at fucking 19. Are you kidding me? They're waiting now, which means that these guys have to wait longer. They're going to touch their dicks to something. Sure. And that is what it yeah. is. Yeah, you know, so that is one of the things that if you look at conservative and religiously oppressive states, they always have the higher amounts of porn consumption. Now, here's the thing this is just one other way to get that out there, but people are benefiting from it and not being exploited by porn producers, not being exploited by like shady people in the industry. They're with their spouse or with their person in the comfort of their own home and doing their thing. So that's where I look at it is like if you're gonna if you're gonna follow that world, yeah. That's the world to follow. Yeah. Well that's what I was saying. Like I would feel much safer to do it with my person and have us have it be like a together thing. I mean like the couple I saw on Dr. Phil. Yeah. I can't remember their names. Anyway, it works for them. You know, they have three or four kids and I think they used to live in Utah and they live in California now and they make a shitload of money and they travel with their family and they're happy and they do it together. 
no one's getting messages that I'm, I mean, right. from how they explain it on his show, on Dr. Phil, no one's getting shady messages behind the, each other's backs. Right. It's a very clean, there's boundaries, there's rules, and that's healthy. So we have just totally fallen in love with one of the love gurus. Yes, we have. And it's funny because like you and I have agreed on almost all of them. Yeah, I want you to say his name this time because I actually wrote him a message and he didn't respond to me, which is fine. He probably has a million messages coming in every day, but he is absolutely fantastic. He speaks to me. Say his name this time, yeah. and we need to give him some credit. We'll give him some credit. And before we get to that, like, let's just say that we've been burned before on some of these love gurus, where like we see two or three videos that we really like, like that was such a great message, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, by the way, we're living in the Matrix, and you're a fucking blah blah yeah. blah." It's like, "Oh God, really?" And then they, they shit and then the bed they shit somehow. The bed. Yeah, it's bad. Not, this guy, he's very consistent. Not only is he consistent, I feel like each time we watch a video, they just get more and more relevant to our situation yeah and no yeah. I literally my message to him was are you following me like <laughs> around in my life because he speaks to me in the very moment I'm going through all this stuff it's pretty incredible so please on Instagram go follow ace metaphor a-c-e-m-e-t-a-p-h-o-r the guy spits fire and truth yeah. and he's one of the he's a little aggressive you know, but he's. I think that is just probably the way that his up delivering and delivering is. You yeah. know, yeah. Like he's he's African American. Mm -hmm. He speaks like a stand up comic would speak. Yeah, totally. Like, I think that's might be why I love him. He's too. throwing it at you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> he's like, no, no, yep. you're not hearing me. Yeah. So here is his latest piece of fire, which I absolutely love. Then you were ready for a relationship. And then I find out that you're not. That's lying on a dating application. And that's a fireable offense, period. I don't care how long we've been together after that. If I find out that you sent your representation to the date and not your real self. And what made me fall in love with you was those motherfuckers lies you told i gotta bounce i'm not gonna be like well no now i like you as a person i'm gonna stick around and help you heal into the person you presented yourself to be F that come healed or we can't deal i'm prepared or i'm not there if you can't reciprocate then we can't date listen if you're not ready to be a spouse then i'm out but when you keep thinking that just because you like somebody you got to take that hike and that journey and you got to be the person to heal them and fix them and be patient, and ride or die, and endure, and tolerate. Ain't that how you volunteer to waste your own mother time? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasting yep. your time because you fell for the representation, not mm -hmm. the real person. Yeah. Now, you deal mm -hmm. with this a lot more than I do, but I've mm -hmm. dealt with this 100% before, too. And you know, it's sad to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, even if it's throwing myself under the bus a little bit. I am very attracted to um, people, humans that need fixing, mm -hmm. that need healing, because I have been through a lot in my life. And I know a lot of awesome things to do and steps to take, books to read, 
meditations to do. And I feel like I can fix people. I feel like I can heal them. I feel like I can, if I just stick around long enough, I can bring them over to my side of things and they can see the goodness in the world and the goodness of other people. And I'm going to tell you right now, that doesn't fucking work. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking work at all. That's why I love this guy so much is because he really gives it to you. And he's a little bit abrasive. And I felt that way about him at first when I first started watching his stuff. But I am a tough love type person. Um, I'm nurturing when I need to be, but I'm a very tough love. And I love the way he delivers. It really gets to me. And it, I'm sure he speaks to a bunch of other people. I mean, he has a lot of followers. He has a lot of amazing stuff out there. But well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And, you know, I don't even know his background, if he's like a licensed right. therapist. I, I know. What? I don't know. Either. I don't care. Yeah. I've been... In couples therapy, I've been to therapists. I've had good ones. I've had bad ones. And you'll always deal with people who feel like they know what they're saying. Yeah. And they're going to use big words on you. And they're going to use language. And they're going to use definitions. And they're going to use clinical passages. Or you can break that down into real talk. (laughs) <laughs> which is what this guy does. And that was like, what, one minute, one and a half minutes? Like right there, it's like boom, boom, boom. Right. It, it, to me, it's like the way a lawyer would handle a case, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to try and spin you with words and analogies. I'm going to throw facts at you, mm-hmm. and you are going to receive them in a way that you don't have to think about. Yeah. It's just pure language, and it's pure intent. Yep. And the idea that he's presenting is that, yes, Sometimes, most of the time, dating is bullshit because mm-hmm. you are not yourself yeah. at first. You are putting on the visage of who you want this person to think you are. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. We all do um, it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I've just over the last few months, um, more so in the past few years, but it's getting to be a regular thing for me that I am right out of the gates up front, like, hey, I just got to have a really shitty situation and I'm still healing. If you would like to meet for dinner and drinks, that's cool. I just want you to know where I'm at. Right. Because that's being honest and it's literally exactly what he just said. Like, you're not lying. You're not saying that you're ready or that you're this or that. Like he said, you're lying on your dating application is basically what he said, right? right? right. Um, you're disqualified. <laughs> yeah, you're disqualified. But if you're upfront, then I feel like you get a lot of respect from the other person when you are that way because it doesn't leave them thinking, wondering, where where is she emotionally or mentally? Is she into me? I don't know. Because when you are healing and people still want to meet you and people still want to take you out and connect with mm-hmm. you, it might come off as a vibe that you're not into them. Yeah. Right? right. And so if you're being a little bit standoffish, at least they know, well, it's not me. It's because she just got to have a shitty situation. And so that is kind of how I've been doing my life in the past, uh, if I'm being honest, past week, maybe a few days. Mm -hmm. Um, As I try to put myself out there again, I am still healing. You know, I went through a very traumatic situation and I make sure I'm really upfront about that because I don't want, I don't want people to, to wonder and, be nervous themselves. Like I want someone to show up in front of me as well, being themselves. Right. I don't want to fall for somebody that's not being who they are. You know, it makes me wonder, like lately people have been talking a lot about Pete Davidson, how he just 
Yeah. He's able to connect instantly with so many like high profile women. Yeah. And I think that's the answer is that he just he's shows so up. Raw. He just shows up as himself. He's so he's raw. not trying to like put on his best suit and his yep. best hair. The dude literally shows up to like the finest restaurants in New York in a fucking track suit. Yeah. He's like, hey, this is me. Yeah. And there's something very sincere about that that people that he dates aren't used to. They're used to seeing the facade. The facade. They're mm-hmm. used to seeing this false representation mm-hmm. of a very insecure person. And here's this guy. He's just like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Let's just go here. I'm wearing my tracksuit. Okay, fine. Like, yes, it's, it's real. Yes. And that is the guy that I will approach and let approach me. Because I can feel that energy. I can feel that it's real and raw. I'm not going to look for the guy that's dressed the best and that's stuffy and has the most money at the bar and is flashing it around. Like, it's not cute. It's ugly, as a matter of fact. And so as we're going through this dating world that I'm experiencing, that is a perfect example that you just used, Pete Davidson. Like, absolutely phenomenal. Perfect. Because you're right. He doesn't give a shit. And that is what we need more of. So last week was candles. What do we got for the MILF worthy this week? I want everybody to buy an exotic novel and read it. (laughs) (laughs) We still have Barnes and Nobles out there or you can get them on Amazon. I mean, I would prefer you to like actually go to a bookstore, even if it's a used bookstore. Don't they have all that shit there? Romance sections. I mean, they might be kind of nasty. Maybe not. Go buy a new one. Go buy a new one where it doesn't have germs and I don't know. Any, Anyways, that's gross. Get a new book, read it, and report to us. I would love more than anything um, to have somebody let us know their thoughts on an exotic novel. I do have to tell you, the sex toy, um, Milfworthy, right? Uh-huh. Told everybody, at least go to a sex shop if you have never been. Just like, so I've had a couple people reach out to me sending me photos of them in a sex store hilarious like I was dying they were like fucking around with the dildos and doing all sorts of shit I was laughing so hard and I am so so happy and thank you so much yeah thank you so much you I know you you guys are listening you gave homework and they did it I know you guys are listening to us and it just makes me so happy these people I've never met them and they live who knows where they live like I don't even know they don't live here and we've never met them I've never seen them and they're sending us photos and I just think it's awesome. And now you gave them a book report assignment. <laughs> yes. So now go to go buy an exotic novel and um, read it. Yes, Miss Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, OnlyFans. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make any promises. <laughs> well, anyway. I just think that people have learned to work outside the system. And mm-hmm. if they're making money and they're happy, more power to them. Are there 40-year-olds on these oh, things? I bet there are. I mean... Time's not up yet. <laughs> My time's not up yet. Is that what you just said? Anyway, everyone, thank you for listening <laughs> to the MILF and Me podcast. You know where to find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or on themilfandmepod.com. 
Diana. Yes. I love you and I'll see you next week. Thank you. I love you too.